Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. All right, we're back. The uh, Mickey Calloway Report is uh, served to you by Casamigos Tequila. Try Anejo Tequila straight up. It's aged 14 months in bourbon barrels and is incredibly creamy and delicious. And by Virgin Atlantic nonstop to London, business is an adventure. Let it fly. The manager of the New York Mets is Mickey Calloway. Mickey, welcome. How are you? Hey, Mike. How you doing? Hi, Mickey. Um, you know, listen, you're going to hope spring's eternal, that you can run the table. But uh, for all intents and purposes, this uh, valiant run of yours has come to a, uh, a crash here. Uh, so um, what's your thought process? You know, l- losing uh, three out of four is tough. Uh, and, and put us, put us uh, with our backs against the wall. But we got to keep the same approach, you know. I know everybody probably gets here sick of. Yeah, I mean, you'd have uh, to win every game. Now. You'd, have, you'd have to but, win every yeah. game, though. You do. You have to go on some kind of streak. So right. uh, we're going to do our best to concentrate on each game, and that's what you have to do to, to be on a streak like we need to, to have. So we'll focus on the next game and keep on plugging away. All right. I mean, listen. The bottom line is, you know, I'll I'll take a different approach. I think your team. Uh, acquitted itself well down the stretch of the season. I think they did a heck of a job. They fought. They were valiant. You had a lot of kids who had a heck of a season. So I think there's a, a, a lot of stuff that is a positive uh, going into next year for this team. No, there definitely is. And I think we, we have to continue to do that, right, no matter what. And and I think that these guys will. So I'm proud of what, what they've done so far and and let's see if they can do something really special like you said you almost have to run the table no you have to point. i mean let's be honest you have, then, you, 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 then, you, uh, yeah you're five you're five out with yep. with you know with 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 you know with 12 to play you'd have to you'd have to run the table basically so yep. you'd have to win them all and you got too many teams in front of you too so listen you're not going to get there but it's been a it's been a good run your team has not has fought valiantly it really has yeah, I'm proud of those guys. They they uh, continue to to battle every single day. So, uh, you know, I, I'm excited uh, that uh, you know the young guys are getting to experience this. There's there's a little more pressure um, at this time of year when you're trying to get to get to where you want to get, and uh, this will be valuable for for all of us. Um, Alon, I mean, the big man is he tired? Uh, he went into a slump. 22, I mean, a little one, two for 22, two, uh, 10 strikeouts. You sat him against Kershaw. Is he a little tired? Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's tired. You know, this guy's a beast. He's got huge legs. He, he, uh, hasn't shown fatigue. I think it's just a slump that, uh, hitters go through and, and probably at not the best time of the year for us. But, uh, you know, he, he, he swung the bat really well yesterday. I liked how he stayed on the ball and hit some line drives. And, uh, you know, I don't think he's tired at all. I think he can handle a major league season easy with, uh, how hard he works and his intensity. Do you think 50 homers is hanging over his head? I mean, I'd want to get there if I were him. I mean, he's you'd want to win the you want to win the home run title number one. He's tied with Suarez, uh, but you also want to get the 50 homers. You think that's uh, hanging over his head, or is he thinking about it or no? You know, as a player, once you start getting to those milestones, everybody starts to think about it a little bit. Um, he didn't show it yesterday. You know, he was really trying to hit line drives and get out of that little um, slump he was in to try and help us win. So I'm sure he'll continue to do the things the right way, continue a great approach. You know, his home runs this year have come from a great approach, not trying to hit homers, just trying to stay through the middle of the field. And then he's got enough power to, to do that. So, um, but like you said, you know, every player 
perform or human beings going to think about those kind of things um, when you start getting close. Um, how about DeGrom? I mean, you know, uh, he really – it's amazing – how many games he pitches that it just piles up where he just doesn't get the run support and he's in another one of these tight games. It just seems, it seems like it's never ending for this guy. You know that it's unbelievable because he's pitched well enough to win another Cy Young award. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he should have won 20 games at least uh, the last two years. Um, it's unexplainable. You know, I've seen guys like Corey Kluber, Trevor Bauer pitch really, really great and go through these seven to 10 game spurts where they don't get any run, run support. But, uh, you know, it's been three years, I think, for Jacob now. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It really is when you think about it. I mean, he has, in his last seven starts, his ERA is 2.1, and he has two wins. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, the guy doesn't win any games, it's, it's, and the pitch is unbelievable. His numbers this year are, I mean, he's got 239 strikeouts. He's got, he's got a 261 ERA. He's got a 1-0 whip. I mean, the guy's pitched great again this year. Yeah, I don't think anybody can explain it. And like you said, I think he's right up there um, at the leaderboard for for this Cy Young Award. He's got a, you know a couple starts left, and uh, hopefully he can he can lock a, a second one up for himself. You know, uh, it, it's it, yeah. I guess it's right there. You know, down the stretch of this season, uh, anything, anybody you have your eye on? Anything you want to do differently with this team, or uh, you know, is everything going to be just basically? Until you're out of it, pedal to the metal as far as that. No experimentation, no nothing for a couple more days at least, right? Yeah, yeah. We we have to uh, try to make that run that you're talking about. We got to try to run the gamut and, and see if we can get in in um, you know a position where where we have at least a chance. Um, but you know what? I think that uh, um, we got to get uh, Familia and Diaz some, some really good innings moving forward. You know, another tough night for them last night. Um, we we have to they have to finish on a strong note you know they got to they got to have some confidence going into the off season so they're going to get their opportunities to pitch we only have 12 games left but uh you know we need to see some success out of them they need to see some su- success for themselves going into the off season so this isn't hanging over their head uh, all winter you know what i i hate to say this uh, and you can i can I wouldn't take another chance on Diaz. I would. I, I just think he needs to change the scenery. I, I, I just don't think it's going to work here. I think it's. I don't think you can make him the closer next year with what you've seen this year. I don't think you could risk that. And I, I think he's still got great stuff, and he's young. He's, he's definitely a guy who could turn it around. I just don't know if it'll be here. I think that's, t- that's an awful hard thing to do. Come in here as a star closer, bomb the way he has. I mean, he's going to have given up more ninth inning home runs than anybody in history, and, and to turn that around is going to be very hard yeah I I can totally see why you would say that you know knowing the kid and and seeing how he reacts to all this and how he's handling it um, internally it's unbelievable so you know I would bet money on on Edwin Diaz that he's going to be able to turn around um, this and and that he will do it all right as a pitching guru what is the thing that has to happen for him to turn this around what has to happen you know, we got to get his pitches where they need to be. You know, he's leaving things metal. You know, you see the pitches last night that they're hitting really hard. It's just the heart of the plate. And it doesn't, you know, everybody can say, well, he's throwing 100. It, that doesn't matter anymore. 
100 is like 91 used to be. Everybody throws 97 to 100, um, it seems like, and these hitters can hit it. So um, we really need to get his pitches where they need to get to go. When he's ahead, he's got to get that slider underneath the zone. When he's ahead, he's got to get that fastball up and in when he tries to. You know, He's just leaving pitches over the middle of the plate, and I don't care who you are. If you do that in this day and age, no matter what the speed is, they're going to hit it. So we got to really worry, work on uh, his ability to throw the ball where he wants to. You can't just go up there and uh, you know just let it fly towards home and get out anymore. Mets in Colorado. We're talking with Mickey Calloway. Mickey, um, Syndergaard goes tomorrow night. Who's catching him? Um, Rivera will be back there. You know what? We are we uh, placating him now? Is that what's going no, on here? No, we're not placating him. We're, we're we're trying to get him going. You know, we've we've done this with several guys throughout the season. You know, we are always going to understand that uh, Ramos is our starting catcher this year. You know, that could change moving forward. Hey, Ramos had a heck of a year for you this year. He hit he, like crazy. He, he in your in your streaks, he was great. He he was unbelievable. You know what? He caught some really good games in those streaks, and he's he's almost leading um, Degrom to a Cy Young award. He's got a couple under his belt already. But you know what? We we understand uh, where we're at, and we need Noah to pitch well tomorrow. And we're going to try to get him going. We've done this with uh, Degrom in the past, and it got him going. Um, so we're going to do that. And. You know what? We have a night game and then a day game in Colorado. With this altitude, that, that's tough for anybody. So, you know, it made a lot of sense to, to go ahead and pull the trigger and do that tomorrow. Are you disappointed with Syndergaard's performance this year? You know what? I think he's thrown some really good games, and I think he's had some that uh, are, are just not um, what you want out of him. You know, he's got unbelievable stuff. And I think he's going to be a star moving He should forward. be better than this, Mickey. He should be better than we, this. His ERA should be better. You know, absolutely. He should, he should he's got too much talent. He's got too much it. talent for the, for this. He's got too much talent for to be the have these numbers. He's got way too much and, talent for that. And he works so hard to be the best he can be. So uh, I think it'll happen. Um, I'm sure he wishes he would have had a better season. But hey, you know what? He uh, he put some good streaks together. We got to have him finish strong and go into the off season and and see if he can uh, put uh, a full season together next year. How about Matt's this season? What would you say? You know, it's been back and forth. Uh, he's had about five of them that have really hurt his numbers. Um, but overall, you know, this kid finally made thirty starts last year. Does, didn't have a ton of major league experience, although he had a lot of service time going into last year. Made 30 starts. He's been improving. I really like the way he's thrown the ball in the second half of the season. Um, last night was a tough one. You know, you don't get the pitcher out, you're going to pay for it. And uh, that's what happened. But I, I'm really proud of Matsy and the way he's worked and, and the way he's using his pitches and the development of those pitches has, has been uh, outstanding. I happen to agree with you. I think he has had a big leap forward this year. How about Wheeler? You know, Wheeler Wheeler battled. Um, his second get to, half you know, last if could, year. If he was, could get through the first inning, he'd be really good. You know what I mean? Yeah, that first yeah, inning kills know, him. Matsy had those struggles, too. You know, a lot of pitchers have those. It's yep. not clear why. You know, that's the one inning that the opposing manager gets to set up their lineup and their best hitters at the top, and, and you got to get through that one to have a good game. But, uh, you know, Wheeler's kind of been back and forth. When he gets ahead, um, he's got elite stuff, and he's going he's gonna to get out. Um, when he falls behind, 
you know, he's got a groove pitches. And, and like we talked about with Diaz, it doesn't matter how hard you're throwing. If you have to throw it over the plate down the middle, you're going to get hit. And, and that's happened from time to time. But I tell you what, he, he's overall, it, it's, a, it's a pretty darn good season for a starting pitcher. And, uh, you know, he's, he's worked hard for that. Lugo's had a great year. Uh, 96 strikeouts in 70 innings. Uh, great whip. Great season. Except that one, you take that one game out, take maybe two games out, he's had almost yep. an unhittable season. I mean, he's been unbelievable. Uh, but what is Lugo? I mean, I keep coming back to that. Now, I don't want him to be a middleman. So is he a starter or is he a closer? You know what? I think that he could do either, depending on what uh, we need him to do. Um, I think you have to look at the makeup of the team. Where is he going to best uh, you know, help the team? And I think this year it was in the bullpen. Um, next year, I'm not sure what it's going to be. You know, it depends on uh, what happens this off season with a lot of guys, and then you make a decision. But I think he can excel in either role, and uh, that he will. You know, McNeil's a star. McNeil's become the new Murphy. He's got 20 home runs. He can definitely hit 30. And if they keep the ball like it is, he could hit 30 home runs. I don't, I don't think they'll keep the ball like it is next year. I really think they'll 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 do something with the ball. But a guy like that still can hit. Have, you know, he's got a 900 OPS. He's had 21 home runs. I mean, everyone has 20 homers, but he's got a 320 batting average. He's had a great season. Um, what's his position? I got, I got to lock him into a position. You want him in the outfield, or you want to put him at third base next year? You know what? He's such a good infielder. You'd like to see him on the infield. Um, I agree. He can play I outfield. I agree. Um, he's done an adequate job out there. He's such a good baseball player. But he's but, more valuable uh, you, on the infield. You, you want him on the infield. I mean, you watch him play the infield positions. He is outstanding. You know, the the instincts when when they're going to be bunting and turning to and where to throw the ball. He's he's unbelievable. You know, so uh, I, I think that uh, obviously his his main position is infield, and you got to see uh, how that fits. Cano has hit. 320 in his last 40 games. Uh, he's played like Cano. He's hit nine homers. He's had three. He's hit nine homers and, and hit 320 in his last 40 games for you guys. Interrupted by a couple injuries. Shoji can still hit. So I think you got to figure he's still Cano next year, right? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think this guy's going to hit. Now, I think the key with Cano is he's going to need some off days. Okay. And I think you, you've seen that when, when he's gone on the, the IL and he's come back. You know, he's gotten a little rest, and then he really goes off. And then he goes on the aisle again. He comes back, and he's really going off. So I think he's definitely going to continue to hit. But in the future, you're going to need to give him off days. You know, maybe um, two off days a week and, and let him make – you know, at his age, you have to recover. And you have to be feeling strong so you can drive the ball. And when he's, when he's like that, he drives it, and he still has those unbelievable hands. So I think he's always going to hit, but he's going to require probably more days off moving forward in the future. J.D. Davis, to you, is he a, is he a full-time starting left fielder for you guys? You know what? I think that uh, he's adequate out there, and his bat can he could really he, he could He that. could be a 30-home run guy if he played every day. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Um, so I think his bat um, could allow him to, to definitely play every day in the outfield. Do you think he's a role player or do you think he's an everyday player? No, I think he's an everyday player. Um, I think he hits righties. I think he hits lefties. I think he's strong enough and he works hard enough to be able to play every single day. Um, you know, strategically with some off days, obviously, but uh, he, he's an everyday hitter, man. He can, he can have flat out rake. What would you say about Conforto's season? 
you know what? Con- Conforto, uh, you know, you look up at the end of the year and he's and got 30 home runs. He's, he's got, got 30, 30 home homers. Runs. He's going to have, you know, 80 plus RBIs. Um, you know, there, there's spots in there where, where you just like, man, you know, it's, it's tough for him, but, uh, when he's going good, he can carry you. Um, very streaky. And, and very streaky. Think, I yeah. think uh, moving forward that he's going to be able to figure it out, but it's been streaky so far. Very streaky for a guy who, I mean, all home run hitters are streaky, but he's incredibly streaky. He's either red hot or ice cold. He usually is one, not one. There's really not a steady balance with him. Alonzo's been steady all year. And Conforto's either red hot or very cold. He's, he's really nothing in between. You know what? And, and you can live with that if uh, you have the Alonzos and the McNeils and the guys that are going to go out there every day and, and hit, hit, hit. You can, you can afford to, to live with some streakiness out of your other guys. You know, I thought you guys were wrong to play Frazier all year, but I think Frazier gave you a good season. He gave you leadership. He gave you good defense. He hit 20 homers. He got a bunch of big hits. I know he didn't hit every day, but you know what? I, I, thought, I, I thought he should have been moved out, but I was wrong. He, should, he gave you guys a lot this year, I think. You know, he, he certainly did, and, and sometimes we're tough for him, you know, and then there were times where, hey, it looks like uh, you need to go um, sit for a few games, and then he'd come back and he'd go off like he has lately. So uh, I'm proud of him. You know, when you signed, when we signed him, this is what you expected. You know, you yeah. knew it wasn't going to be 300 bat average. It was going to be some homers, and it was going to be, you know, a 230, 240 average. And, and, and this is what he's done. And he's brought that leadership that is uh, definitely invaluable. What guy in that bullpen, uh, Mickey, is an absolute keeper, other than Lugo, who we know about, who could become a starter, what guy in that bullpen is an absolute must for you next year that you have to have that you really like in that bullpen? You know what? I think that uh, we have several guys that can perform. You know, we have guys that are going to be back. You like uh, Wilson? We need familiar to, I, I love Wilson. And he's definitely going to be back, and, and he, can, he can get out. The one guy, you know, that has really surprised me, and I've seen him really good in the past, I really like Brad Brock. I think he can really help us out next year. If we get him where he can get those lefties out too, I really like what he's shown us so far. Do you, are you, do you feel confident that with what's going on this year that you'll be back next year? You know what? I, I feel like I'm the right man for this job. Um, I'm going to continue, continue to feel like that. I work hard every day just like these players do. Um, I love being the manager of the Mets. So, uh, you know, I, I want to be here for as long as possible. Have you so you, you really so you really like it and the team you had a good team this year you had a good bunch of guys I mean you had a very good veteran kid blend in the in the in the clubhouse you got a bunch of good guys and they played hard for you this year they could have chucked it in the middle of the season they didn't they played hard for you they they really did and you got to give them credit for that this is a, a team that uh, never gives up and, and I'm proud of them for that what did Regan bring to this team. You know what? He brought this calmness about him. You know, he's he's such a grandfather figure. He brought this wisdom, this wealth of knowledge, and this calmness to what to our our pitching staff. And I think we needed it at that time, right? Um, we needed guys to understand that uh, somebody has faith in them that they're going to go out there and they're going to be able to pitch and they can stay calm and execute pitches. And that's what Phil Regan's all about. Man, he's such a positive influence in every single way. Everything that comes out of his mouth is positive. Positive, and uh, he's very calm, and I think that really helped our pitching staff. You know, let's be honest. I'll say it. You can't, but 
you're going to fall short of the playoffs. We know that unless you perform an incredible miracle here. How important is it, though, that you finish for you and for your team that you finish with a winning record this year? No, it's very important, right? Uh, there's been, what, two seasons in the last 10 or 11 years that the Mets have finished above 500, and we have to make that step. You know, we fell a few games short last year. We got to 77. Um, we got to get there. You've got to set the tone and start winning games to change a culture. You just can't go from, you know, win- having two winning seasons in 10 years to, oh, we're going to win the World Series this year. You've got to make steps to improve every single year. We have to get above that 500 mark and, and get a few games above it and, and then start building some, some momentum because we've, we've definitely done that culture-wise. The winning is where we have to, to build some momentum. Well, and then you, we need to finish above 500 this year. Well, if you go 6 and 6, you'd finish with 83 wins. So, uh, you know, anything above that would be a positive, I I, I would think. So, uh, you know what? Thanks for uh giving me a little bit of review. We'll we'll obviously do more of a postmortem when everything's over, but uh so go out there and run the table. You got 12 left. You got to win a dozen. So go uh, go 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 win a dozen. We'll do our best. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate Thank you, it, Mickey. Man. All right, Mickey See Calloway, uh, the Mets in Colorado. Uh, so, uh, and again, they're out of it. They'd have to run the table. The Cubbies right now and the Brewers. Uh, Brewers are one game out. Cubbies are in. Washington's just a half game ahead of the Brewers. And now only, I mean, a half game ahead of the Cubbies and only one and a half game ahead of the Brewers. Then it's five back to the Mets. The Brewers have won nine out of ten. So they've made it a three, uh, really three-team race right now. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Washington hasn't played well over the last couple of uh, weeks. So uh, they have uh, they have squandered their lead in the wild card. So they right now only have a one-game lead over the Cubs, two-game lead over Milwaukee. Um, the Mets, to get there, would have to win all their games. We know it's not going to happen, but it is important they finish with a winning record. Um, will Mickey be back? It's a very good question. One we'll obviously spend a lot of time on uh, in early October. Back after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 